Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the ninth episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast, where we talk about starting a business on YouTube and treating YouTube as a business rather than as a creator. Today, I'm joined by my business partner and co-host, Ron. And today, we're going to talk about how to pick a YouTube automation niche. This is a very important subject, and we're going to go very in-depth. So without further ado, I'm going to pass the trophy to Ron. Chick. Yeah, thanks, George. Yeah, let's go. So it's indeed a very important topic to cover uh, because it's basically your fu fundament of your whole YouTube channel. And it's very difficult to go back. Once you made a lot of videos, you build an audience and and then like switch your niche. So yes. it's a very important you it's very important you think about picking a good niche. And yeah, what is a niche? It's basically um, yeah, who like what kind of videos are you going to make and for who are you going to make your your videos that's like basically the thing you want to go for and it's very important to, to pick a niche because if you're going to start making videos about everything basically your channel will be about nothing if you know what i mean Ooh, so i like that yeah so you need like when you have a specific niche you're basically you're having a specific audience you can talk to through your videos and it's much, much easier to gain traction uh, on your channel because like it, it, it builds up, you know, like yeah. the, your audience will watch your next video and your next video and your next video. And eventually YouTube will also find it easier to find more of your audience on the platform because they have a sort of like a lookalike, they can make like, make like a lookalike audience of the subscribers you already have. So that's very important to, to pick a niche, but yeah, what could it be? It can basically be everything. Like <laughs> people have interest in almost anything. Um, so I would say to make things easier, look at the things you like, uh, that you enjoy and that you maybe have an interest in. Um, that helps a lot, especially with maybe the competition that doesn't know as much as you about the topic you are interested in. So it already gives you like a, a step ahead. Uh, I think that's a very important. Yeah, you can you can mention a lot of niches. You can go into sports, into health, into motivational videos, or yeah, name some. You know, it's unlimited. And you know, I think you said a very important point there about how you wanna build an audience around one niche because when you think about creators or channels on YouTube you associate them with one specific topic or theme. When I say, for example, if, if, you know, if people watching this or listening are into finance, when I say Graham Stephan, right away you associate that with uh, finance videos, right? If I say, for example, I don't know, I, I'm blanking on any channels right now, but you basically get the idea that, you know, it's all, and like you said, also for the YouTube algorithm, like, you're building an audience, right? If, if people are used to getting a daily or not a daily or like a dose of consistent videos from you about a specific topic, they're going to be expecting that, right? They might not watch every single video that you're posting, but when they do decide to watch, they are expecting that specific thing from you. So yeah, it's, it's very important to stick to one thing. And by the way, when we talk about sticking, and I remember I had this in my head when I, because when I started YouTube, my personal brand channel, I was doing videos about drop shipping, right? But now I'm doing videos about YouTube automation, which is 
kind of different if you think about it. And in between there, I was doing videos about drop servicing. So you can see that it can evolve, right? And all of these things, right, they can be under this one big umbrella of make money online. So if I, for example, now make a video about how to make money online, right? It's still in my niche, yeah. right? I'm gonna, I'm, my video is probably going to reach a broader audience, but I'm still there, right? But for example, if I go and, and start doing videos about positive affirmations or, you know, meditation or whatever it is, my audience is gonna be like, what the hell is this? Like, we don't wanna watch this, they're not gonna click. And if the YouTube algorithm is like, oh, well, his subscribers are not clicking and not watching this video, then why would we recommend this to anyone else? So that's kind of the idea that you wanna go. And once you have, like, basically, the, I think I listened, it was the guy who was responsible for the um, algorithm at YouTube. What's his name? Tom? Yeah. I, I Whatever his name. I can't remember his name, but that guy that I was speaking to, Mr. Beast at the, um, VidCon, and he said that what's very important is all of the little inputs that... Uh, goes into your video, right? Because there's so much inventory on YouTube, right? People are posting thousands and not like hundreds of thousands of videos every day, right? So, and there's only so much real estate to be used up, right? To show the videos to. I hope I'm not making this too complicated, by the way. But basically, the algorithm needs to decide which videos to push more, which deserve to be pushed, and which are not. And the algorithm takes all of these little signals like watch history. Like if someone with a watch history clicks, then the YouTube has this very complicated like neural network. Like they're combined. They're basically looking who would be interested in your video if you have a good video. So that's a long uh, kind of winded answer of why you should um, stick to a niche. But yeah, we figured out what's a niche. Um, and I think the next important thing that you can, Ron, maybe explain is we want to get into, um, you know, not every niche is equal, right? No, in terms of payment, you mean, or? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's true. And I also quickly want to add, like, when selecting your niche, it's wise to also pick a niche that's, like, growing, especially if you're, like, in the long-term game. Um, like, uh, in the video that just went online on your channel, George, we talked with John. He had a channel about Stranger Things. Um, and you can do that kind of niches like TV shows, but keep in mind when you're diving into that kind of niche and the TV show is over, then you probably made some money, but in, like in the end, your channel is not getting that many views. So keep in mind right. when you're selecting a niche, what's your long-term vision? And also, do you enjoy that niche? Because if you're in for the long-term game, it, it, it's pretty useful if you actually enjoy it. So it's much easier to keep up with it. Um, but yeah, as you uh, mentioned, like, Every niche also has a different like earning rate. You know, this, it's called CPM on YouTube, which basically means the amount of money you get per thousand views. And for example, in the niche of finance, the CPM is much higher because the audience that's, that's watching finance videos has probably a lot more to spend. They do more with money in terms of money. So the advertisements in front of the video are probably have to do something with money and like the company that's advertising on your video, they can like to acquire a customer, they can pay a lot more money. So they can also pay more for the advertisements. But if you do, uh, if your niche is about a TV show, TV show, it's a very broad audience, not as specific. So that advertisements in front of the video will also be very broad. And theref yeah. therefore you will also earn a lot less. So that's something to keep in mind when you're selecting your, your niche. 
find a niche that's maybe like good with CPM or like a little bit higher CPM. But also if you do like entertainment or TV shows, the, the, the likelihood you will of getting millions of views is also higher. So you can still select uh, like an entertainment niche, uh, but make sure you get like way more views than, than finance. I think finance is maybe five, six, or can be, be even 10 more, 10 times higher than like entertainment. So then you also need, need like 10 times the amount of views to, equal, yeah. to get the equal amount of money. Uh, so that's something to take into account. But yeah, in the end, like if you're in here to treat YouTube as a business, then having a high CPM uh, niche will really help because you don't need to blow up right away. Like you need to blow up, you need to get some decent amount of views, but not like millions of views. Like right. I think you can uh, talk about this as well, George. You have a video about uh, dropshipping on Amazon. Yeah. With yeah. very high CPM. So I wanted to actually mention two things. One thing is the Amazon dropshipping video I have on my main channel. The CPM is there like 20 or 25 euros per thousand views, which in this whole YouTube space is like a lot, right? Um, and that, and yeah, the CPM in that video is just absolutely crazy. It's like still the highest earning video. Um, and then the second thing also I wanted to actually mention, which is worth, uh, I think will be valuable for the listeners or the viewer is that different languages have different CPMs. Marcel was over my, my, my uh, friend from Barcelona. He was over at my place and we were like looking at the different um, CPMs and our oh, channel analytics, sorry about that. And basically the same videos have a five times lower CPM in Spanish than in English. So if my YouTube automation videos on the main channel get a CPM or an RPM, sorry, by the way, let me clarify something quickly. CPM is, is cost per mil. So how much YouTube makes for every 1000 views from advertisers. But then there's a second metric, which is called RPM, which is revenue per mil. And that is how much you as a creator or as a business owner are going to make from 1000 views. So that's actually 55% from the CPM. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So, uh, what was I saying? I was saying that about we the were countries. comparing. Yeah. yeah. And basically the RPM for my YouTube automation videos is 10 euros and Marcel's is like one or two, right? So it's like five to 10 times lower just because he's making videos in Spanish. So if you are, um, you know, if you speak multiple languages and you're thinking about uh, which one should you go, then think about that and, and, you know, consider that, for example, English overall has a higher RPM than uh, Spanish, right? I don't know about other languages, but those are the ones that I can confirm because I actually seen the numbers myself. Yeah. And I also like want to mention like a lot of people are like getting stuck selecting a niche because they want the highest CPM possible, you know, and they only start off in the money-making niche or, or the finance niche. But I want to say like YouTube checks it with every video. And when you're uploading a new video, you can always have like a different kind of angle that maybe fits within your niche, but will attract a higher quality or like a different kind of audience that spends like a little bit more money. So you can always have a little bit of a different angle towards your video topic that still fits within your niche, which can have a higher CPM as well. So don't mm -hmm. stare blindly on just focusing on a niche. You can also still adjust a little bit with the video topics. It's, it of course still needs to make sense with your audience, but you still have some room to, uh, to, to increase your CPM there as well. Yeah.
I think that's very important as well, yeah. And um, the next one that we have here outlined with you, Ron, is uh, the question of why should you stick to one niche, right? And we kind of briefly mentioned in the beginning, right, about the audience and everything. But the second reason, and this is uh, from our conversation with John, um, the video on my main channel, is that you want to dominate and you want to become like the household name in that uh, niche. And I think that's very important as well, because if you want to if you want to build a business out of this, right, one of the things, and I think we talked about this in the previous podcast as well, is that you, you, you want to kind of, or you can build like a network of channels, like for example, like five channels, right, in the same niche, right? So if you're doing like basketball or football or whatever it is, right, you can have like five different channels, grow them all at once, like cross promote them, right? So they're all growing together. And plus, you're going to get really good at understanding the topics, the, you know, what thumbnails work, you don't need to because every new niche that you get into, you need to learn like the audience, like yeah. what are they responding to best? Uh, what kind of thumbnails, the, the titles, but if you're doing just one, right, there's so much room for growth. So if you dominate and you become like the biggest network of channels in that space, then you can reach out to different companies or startups and be like, hey, like, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of views. Would you like to promote your company in all of our videos, right? And you can yeah. imagine that you're going to be making a lot more money with having that network of channels. Yeah, and I think especially like when you have one successful channel, you know your audience really well. Like you can basically make a profile out of your audience. They will like this, this, and this. You'll know all their interests. And basically, yep. it's it's much easier than for you to start a second channel uh, based on the same audience, but maybe with a slightly different twist. So your channel is, again, unique. And then send indeed the traffic from your first channel to the second one. And you already know mm -hmm. they will also like the videos on your second channel because the you know their interests, you know? And that way, you can like build multiple YouTube channels pretty quickly if you do it the right way. So it, it, in the end, YouTube is all about knowing your audience. And in the beginning, it's very difficult to know your audience because you're just testing out with, with videos and you need to find your own style. But once you've found some videos take off, um, check, like analyze them. Why did it took, took off? Maybe look at the comments. What, what did people enjoy of the video? And you're slowly getting to know your audience. And keep in mind, this will take a lot of time, you know? Like it can take yeah. up two months before you fully understand what your audience wants. But mm -hmm. if you found that out, then like you can double down on it. And eventually if you get enough revenue from one channel, you can leverage your current audience to a, a, another one. But first, of course, focus on one channel. That's the most yeah. important thing. Yeah. I agree with you. And you know, a lot of people when starting and when they're thinking about the niches is that um, they're worried about like competition, right? And should you go into a niche if it's like saturated or if there's like a lot of competition there? And actually in this YouTube space, competition is not a bad thing per se. You don't want to go into something that is like super hard to break through, but you want to look at your, when you're starting out, you want to look at what other people are doing and what kind of content they are making. Because if you're getting zero views and they're getting 100,000 views, well, clearly they know something that you don't. And even if you look at their content and you're like, like you get, you, you feel some kind of an emotion that maybe that you would want, you wouldn't want to do something like ask yourself, why are you feeling those emotions? Because, you know, if it's working for them, there is a reason behind it. You know, oftentimes in life, we, we, we want to invent things, right? But, but there's like a lot of things have been made for us. And all we have to do is just know where to look, right? 
know exactly, not know exactly, but like know where to look, take inspiration, take ideas, have our own unique twist on it, and then produce something unique, but that the audience is still used to. You know, there's a certain format of thumbnails, there are certain titles that work, right? Also, you know, just a little tangent here that I'm that I want to go off on a little bit is that study psychology, right? You're dealing with people here. The, the, the people who are going to watch your videos are not robots. They're people, right? So for example, let me give you one example of psychology. It's called negativity bias. Negativity bias is that people are evolutionary <sighs> programmed or hardwired to react to negative things and, and to respond to them more because that way we can know what to protect ourselves from. If someone is giving you like a signal that there's danger, you're going to listen because your life is in danger. And although you might think, oh, we're modern human beings, but like, we, come on, we're, we're, our brain and our bodies are, have evolved like 99% of the, of our, of our history as homo sapiens is spent as hunter gatherers, right? Only in the past 2000 years have we, you know, evolved uh, like proper culture and, and, and all like, you know, the modern basic society as we know it now. So yeah, but our, yeah. Bra our brains are still the same, you know, exactly. Like, our we, brains are still the we same. We still react to emotions. That's why also why you see a lot of people using their faces in thumbnails with certain emotion because it just attracts exactly. attention. But yeah, look at your competitors because that's actually really good because your goal should be that your video needs to pop, pop up on the sidebar of your competitors. So you can basically yep. steal, kind of steal their audience to, and send them to your, to your channel. So that's actually a good thing to look at your audience, see what you maybe even can, can do better and eventually uh, try your best. So YouTube will recommend uh, your videos right next to them. And then you slowly can build your own audience and you can like, yeah, learn from them from there. So yeah, I, and I definitely think there is enough on YouTube for everybody as well. So yeah, we got this yeah. comment, uh, I think today someone was like, why are you making a course yeah. about your business? It's like, come on, that's such a scarcity mindset right there. It's like, like <laughs> there are billions of people on, on YouTube every month. Like, you know, there is unlimited ca like capacity. Mr. Beast is at 111 million subscribers right now and he's not stopping. You know what I mean? So there's room there. There's room for everybody. Don't don't like that's a limiting belief don't get stuck in the scarcity like oh this is all for me like i shouldn't share no share talk to more people spread your ideas when you do that more comes back to you that's how we humans like make progress i mean come on like if 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 we wouldn't cooperate if we wouldn't work together we wouldn't be where we are right now where we have internet and you know computers and cars and, and planes and all this so if you are, if you find yourself in that limiting mindset that like, like I don't want to do, like I don't want to share with others, think about that because you know it's it's much better to think like in an abundance mindset, right? There's there's trillions of dollars in the economy, right? What was it, like eighty trillions of dollars in the economy? There's yeah. there's just so much. There's like abundance of food, abundance of everything, right? Enjoy life, make something great. Oh. This is completely yeah, off but, topic. Yeah, but, but if you are the one that, that 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 likes to share knowledge and share knowledge with people, then make sure to at least join the YouTube Business Academy because that's exactly. basically all we do. We have masterminds, uh, trainings, 
once in a while we, sh we share some other free free templates or free stuff uh, you also get like knowledgeable or like uh, valuable emails on how to for example uh, manage your team or how to make your team more efficient or how to find maybe the best niche or all stuff like that you know we're all about sharing yeah. knowledge and i think youtube is changing every day as well so we need to keep up like all together because otherwise like if you're alone you will miss out on a lot of stuff so yeah uh, if you're excited about youtube as well and love sharing knowledge make sure to join our community because i'm sure at least it will help you grow your youtube channel even more and that's what Mr. Beast did as well. I mean, if you listen to some of his interviews, he was like, I made a group of people, right? And then we were just like talking to each other every day for a super long time. And the way he explained it is that if you go at something alone, right? You will need to still, like you have a learning curve. It's called a learning curve. And you need to make a certain amount of mistakes to grow, right? But if you're doing this with someone else, with someone else, with someone, and then like if, if it's a big group, imagine how much faster you can achieve success because you know someone does a mistake or someone does something and they're like, hey guys, by the way, don't do this because of that, or hey guys, this worked for me, you know, this is amazing, let's all like try this, right? So it's just gonna accelerate your growth and your learning and speed up your whole success on YouTube. So I think that's a really nice and smooth plug of you right there, Ron. And uh, yeah, there's going to be links down in the, in, in the description wherever you're listening or watching to this. So make sure to, uh, to click on them, join us in YBA, great masterminds, great value, and a lot, a lot of great stuff there. So great community. So yeah, I think with that in mind, we wanna thank you for your time for watching, listening, subscribing, and we will see you next week. Yes, bye-bye.